Today on the program, you guys eat too much red meat. It's Commando. Welcome Hello. to the rewatch party. Uh, that's our new co-host Arnold. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm your host Nick. Joining me, as always, are the Green Berets to my breakfast, Los and Brandon. Hi, it's Green Berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. That's right. <laughs> what a great line! <laughs> what a fucking awesome line! Obviously, today we are talking about Commando from 1985. Directed by Mark Lester, who also directed Showdown in Little Tokyo. Uh, the Dolph Lundgren thing we did on ah. Emergency Exit. No, not Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Remember an Emergency Exit? We did a night at the movies. It was yeah. Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Oh, right, 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 right. right yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. So, I kept saying... Uh, same director wait, that, wait, that's Bruce Lee's kid? Yeah, that's right. Bruce Lee's <laughs> that kid? One. Yeah, and it, that obviously will be coming up in the rewatch. That has the great line of, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a man. Like, what does that <laughs> even mean? Man. Yeah. On right? a man. <laughs> Why that disclaimer? That makes no sense. <laughs> uh, but Mark Lester also directed Armed and Dangerous with John Candy, if you remember that. I used to watch that a lot. My dad Never loved that. It. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. My dad watched that a lot, so I obviously watched it a lot growing up. Uh, he's try- He's like... He's, it's, I mean, John Candy, so of course it's like slapstick comedy, but he's like trying to be a tough guy cop, and everything goes wrong for him all the time. It's fucking hilarious. Okay, yeah, he's trying to be a tough motherfucker. Yeah. He's but he's, but he's Uncle Buck, so it doesn't ever work out for him. Um, <laughs> this is written by a man named Matthew Wiseman. Who are these people? I'm telling you. Uh, who did this? And Teen Wolf. Oh. With Both Michael J. the Michael J. And then the MTV show. In the 90s or whenever that came out, they did a TV show of Teen Wolf. Really? I th- oh, okay. Shit. Which I never watched because it was like, I don't know, super serious teen drama. Bullshit. Not fun and campy like the movie. Yeah, all those sitcoms on uh, on MTV aren't... Uh, not they, worth watching. They came out way after I became an adult. And yeah. It probably would have been relevant for me if I was a teenager, but... Just, yeah, like a... Generation younger, or TRL something, was still something that I saw when yeah, I was. Yeah, I remember TRL and I like Beavis and Butthead and like certain week nights late, I don't know, seven, eight o'clock or later, they started doing some weird cartoons. But for the most part, it was still just music videos all the time when I was, you know, growing up. That's right. That M and MTV <laughs> listeners stands for music. Figure that shit out. I'm reading through uh, one of the other writers. I guess it's... Steven Souza? No, is it Jeff Le- Loeb? J-E-P-H. Jeff oh, Jeff. Loeb. Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Uh, he also Ugh. did Jeff. had something involved, uh, a credit with uh, Teen Wolf and everything, but he's done a lot of comic book stuff. Iron Man, uh, oh. X-Men. Oh. He also... Heroes, Lost, Smallville. Okay. Uh, some of those are as a So he's producer. all about superheroes, which explains Arnold in this movie. He's very heavy in the superheroes uh, realm. There's also the writer Steven Souza. Souza? I'm not sure how you pronounce Souza. it. Souza. 
S O U Z A. Souza. Souza. Who like, also uh, Dinesh, Souza, yeah. John Dinesh de Souza. Oh. Ugh. I was gonna go who's the March guy? Oh, oh that guy. John Philip Souza. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He does it. That's all he wrote was those marches. And it's all like always at the same BPM. Yeah, do you know that? It's like a set set BPM. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's like a a set thing. It's 120. I used to know it. Oh, is it? Yeah. The the marches are always at 120. Yeah, which is when you can use a watch. So you use a watch. You can, uh, it's just every two, every second is two beats. So it's like, yeah. That's your downbeat. Dun, one, three, dun, one, three. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. It's a march. Because he also wrote one. He wrote a march for Kansas State, Manhattan, Kansas, where I lived most of my life and, and could met you Mrs. Write, Passion. You, could you write a, uh, like a march? Do, 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 Maybe. Do, do. Like a guitar march would be sweet. Oh, that would be sweet. God damn it. I want to do that. Coming soon. And Coming do it in the so Sly Brothers. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming soon to so a theater near Steven nearby. Souza also wrote Die Hard, as we talked about last Ooh. week, the greatest Christmas movie ever, Excellent. but also Street Fighter. Yeah, that's right. The Van Damme movie based on the video game <laughs> that will be coming up. So this guy's going to be showing back up a few times. Uh, so this is a 20th Century Fox movie. Back to that door song. Yeah. Um, all right, so we op- gone through. No, the 20th Century Fox is a door song. Oh. Hey, it was the old school uh, yeah, intro it was. sequence to it. I mean, not intro sequence, but you can tell just by the quality of it. That's like, that's the old, old, old. Well, yeah, I mean, 85. Version, man. yeah. It wasn't. It was good to see It wasn't that. animated. It's a nice little nostalgic. Yeah, you know, right? Like, like oh my God, I feel like a kid again. Yeah. Um, so it opens up, it's trash day in L.A., which makes me think of Artichoke, this band I was in in LA. Artichoke, they had a, he did a whole album about what a terrible name for a band, Artichoke. Yeah, I asked him about this once. The guy's name's Tim, and I was like, Tim, why, why did you name your band Artichoke? Why Artichoke? Art and choke sounds. Cool. He's like, I'm into the BDSM. Scene. No, but he said his answer <laughs> was just uh, because they're green. Okay, money. Okay, I. <laughs> All right. Hey, if that's his reasoning, he's a he's a quirky, quirky fucking dude. But he's pretty brilliant. He did uh, an entire album about bees. He did an entire album called "The Twenty Six Scientists," where he went through the alphabet, and each letter of the alphabet is a scientist. And he did a song about them, uh, Twenty Six Animals," and he's working on a second round of Twenty Six right. Animals. But he had a whole album about the area Highland Park in L.A. Really? Uh, just between downtown and Pasadena. You go, uh, if you're on the 101 there, mm-hmm. uh, you go by Highland Park, and one of the songs is Trash Day. A whole song about Trash Day in Highland Park, which oh, really? brings us back again to the start of this movie. That's right. Because <laughs> here comes this garbage <laughs> truck. And you got a man and his wife in bed, and she's like, oh, it's the trash truck. And he's like, on a Tuesday? What? What? What the fuck? So he Obviously implying that it's, it's not regular. Not it's not regular really trash day. Oh, must have changed the day again. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Highland Park, get your shit together. And she's wearing full makeup. I'm, uh, oh, yeah, she's like her hair did and everything. My significant other was like, she's wearing full makeup. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, like she's really going to bed with that. <laughs> no, but that does make me think, now that you brought that up, because, yeah, I saw that, and I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a movie. Of course, she's fully dolled up. I wouldn't have even noticed, dude. That's just right, how I don't that's, even, I, that's how dude that's, I am. But uh, it makes me think, We were uh, my wife and I watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh-huh. on Amazon Prime. Excellent, excellent show. I can't wait for season four to finally come out. But both she, Mrs. Maisel, and her mom, would. there's like, it's kind of a running gag throughout the show, like, 
when her and the husband go to bed, they wait till the husband falls asleep, and then they go into the bathroom and like take their makeup off and undo their hair and blah 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 blah. And they set an alarm to get up even earlier so they can make themselves up and put themselves back together and then get back into bed to wake up with the husband so he never has to see them. Because it takes place in like the 1950s, right. into 1960s. So at the time, yeah, I, that's just how it was at the time. But like they have a whole schedule separate so that their husband never sees them without makeup and their hair done. I, Dude, I, I have no idea if, if that actually did happen in the 50s. But I mean, we it's not a far stretch to imagine that I, it was I, like. Yeah, like, like I could imagine that it families. did happen. And I am glad, not as glad as women, I'm sure, but I am glad that that went out. Because like... What? You got to know who you're with. It benefits you the most. No. I I don't want to end up then, like, I think that my wife looks this way, and after 10 years, it's like, wait, who the fuck are you even? Like, you don't want to get, you don't want to get blindsided by that. Well, I don't know. If 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 you can't find your wife or your significant other attractive in their natural state, then... That's a a bigger problem to do. What if that is their natural state? Completely made up? Yeah, that's what they want to be. That's their natural state. Well, that's fine, but at some point, you can't always have makeup on. At some point, you're going to not have your hair teased up in an 80s perm. That's when you dump her. (sighs) If I ever see you like that, you're out of here. Better not. If I wake up in the middle of the night with bad gas, you better have fucking eyeshadow on. She's all You better have her back to you and shit. You you always have the bag. The sleep mask or something (laughs) on just so you can't ever see it. Um, Always have a plate of uh, whipped cream. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. But uh, yeah, I did also notice like she is way too like TV ready to just be waking up. Oh, yeah. But he gets out of bed and shuffles around and gets a bunch of... He has, like, a trash bag and something. He has a newspaper tucked under his arm. Like, just arms full of random shit that he's taking out to the garbage man. Um, but obviously, as we've talked about, since it's not the regular day, something is afoot. <clears throat> and uh, they pull two guns out of the back of the truck and just blow him a fucking way. So anyways, I starts <laughs> blasting. So anyways, <laughs> I starts blasting. Uh, one of these garbage men is Bill Duke, who will be back on the show in Predator. Bob? Maybe more. Bob? No, no, Bill. Oh. Uh, and Bill Duke is a big motherfucker. He's a big old big old boy here. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, he's he's also one of those character actors. Uh, I said absolutely. last in the last he's episode been, that you've, you've seen this guy a million totally, times. Absolutely seen him. He's not lead material for some no, reason, but... But you know him. Maybe he... Maybe that's... Like, like my boy Henry Dean fine. Stanton from Alien and Avengers, and he's been a lot of stuff. He was like, oh, yeah, that guy. I know that guy. When you see him... If I say his name, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You look him up, you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's the guy with the eyes. Yeah. Or that guy with the the Vietnam veteran hat on an alien spaceship for some reason. See, and you can never really put it. You're like, where have I fucking seen that guy? See? Yeah. Or the the uh, the henchman. Uh, he was in Big Trouble in Little China, but he's in every action movie. The guy with, like, the receding hairline and the handlebar mustache, the little Asian henchman. He's in every fucking action movie. He's been killed by every movie star ever. Well, that guy. I was talking about the other guy. There's so many that guys. <laughs> but this guy is Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Bill right. Duke. And Who played the Asian guy? That or, uh, the, or Al, the Mexican little Mexican Asian. Al Al Young. L e o n g. Al Young, I believe, is his name. Brandon is, is the other, gar- the other oh, garbage man. 
He's the one, as I said, he's the one that like grabs the, the candy bar and die hard and is like looking around, making sure nobody catches him. Even though you're there to rip off millions of dollars, you're worried about getting busted, stealing fucking Snickers. <laughs> um, so anyway, now Bill Duke is playing Cook. Is the character's name Cook. Bill Duke. Bill Duke is the actor. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's six, five, six. I mean, he's a big, intimidating guy. So then he, they... they Fake garbage men blow away this guy. We don't know who this guy is, what he does, why. They just kill him. Doesn't matter. Next, uh, he goes and gets a caddy. He's like, oh, yeah, I like this caddy. This is great. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's vinyl. I know what you're thinking, vinyl, but you don't want leather. It gets too hot. It cracks. You got to clean it, blah, blah, blah. Vinyl is the way to go. And he's like, you know what my favorite thing about this is? The price. And then fucking backs up, runs over the salesman on his way out the window and drives off and steals his fucking caddy. General trivia from Amazon Prime. In the prologue, it was originally scripted for Diaz, played by Gary Carlos Cervantes, not Cook, Bill Duke, to steal Mm -hmm. the car and kill the salesman. Ah, I wonder why they put Cook. Because he's the one that they that Arnold Fist fights later, so they wanted to make him more of a character. Make him more relevant. Because yeah. yeah, he's not he's as relevant as Diaz is until later yeah. in the movie. Because he's we got a few little things that happen at the beginning of this movie before we even meet Arnold and and Cooks and all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he steals this Cadillac, he fucking sideswipes a truck and immediately dents the back fender. Like, well, there goes your new caddy, dude. Yeah, you the moment up. he drove it off the yeah, line. Yeah, ruined. Talk about depreciation. Yeah. Right. Uh, did you find the guy we were talking about? Was it Al? No, I, I haven't found Just like him. do a Google search for, uh, I don't know, Asian hitman or Asian extra. Asian goon, a henchman, something like that. Because he's going to be the first here. one that pops up. He's been in everything. You're talking about the other, the other garbage no, man, no, right? no, 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 no. No, I'm just talking about general, uh, one of those, oh, that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not, he's not in this movie per se. He's probably <clears throat> making five other movies this year. You're not talking about James Hong, are you? Let me see. Has he got the handlebar mustache? Uh, Does he look like one of the that guys that we were talking about? I'm waiting. All right. So he's still in a... So we get... We get... We get figure out that Cook is a bad guy. Right? Going around killing people, doing bad guy shit. Now we get this mustachioed man. My man. That gets on a boat. Right? And uh, the boat takes off. And then we... Like, Cook just blows his fucking boat up. Like, what are you doing, buddy? Just going around fucking killing people for no goddamn reason. Uh, Cook is a bad guy, man. What what, what even is happening in the start of this movie? I don't really know. Yes, that's the guy I'm talking about. What's his name? Yeah, that's him. It is Al Leong. Al, that's what I said! Al Leong. That's exactly what I said. You fuck, go back, listeners. I was right. He was right. All right, so give it to him. So after the after they blow this boat up <laughs> and Cook's going around killing all these people, we finally get to meet Arnold. We finally meet Arnold, and he comes walking out of the woods. Hello, hi, <laughs> hi, how are you? Uh, <laughs> then he comes out. And he's got his big fucking boots on, and we get to pan up his body, and we see. His right arm, the biggest fucking arm you've ever seen. Oh, so and this, big. Carrying this chainsaw. And then his left arm is carrying a tree trunk that is the same size as that fucking arm carrying this tree trunk. And he's just casually strolling along carrying a fucking tree on his shoulder. Because he's 1985 goddamn Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look at that music. Got the steel drum in there? I know. There's so much steel drum in this movie and I don't understand... <laughs> 
What is going on? I was waiting for him to bust out it's some so, uh, so some, dramatic some uh, joints, you know, because mm. you know I love the I love the smoke of the pot. I love the island music. The music makes me feel so I, good. I get to smoke the sticky icky, and it makes me want to hear the steel <laughs> drums. <laughs> <laughs> With my, yeah, he wouldn't smoke weed. He's just yes, all he does. It's all cigar. He all said cigar, he smokes weed with fucking Tommy, Tommy Chong, dude. Arnold did? Yeah, dude. If you're hanging out with Tommy Chong, you're going to smoke. Yeah, I don't, we I don't smoked sm- all the time. I don't smoke pot at all, but if I hung out with Tommy Chong, you bet your ass I would smoke pot that night. You know what I mean? Like, he you're did. hanging out with Chong. Oh, you would literally just get a contact high. Like, I probably. I mean, it just radiates shake, from his shake body. Shake his hand and you're fucking stoned, I'm sure. Same with Willie. Uh, right. What's happening? Why are you playing a song right now? Oh, sorry. It was gonna, it's going to play a clip that uh, Arnold, Arnold talks hung out about, with Tommy Chong. Yeah. Let's see here. When a reporter shouted out a question. Hey, Arnold, I have to ask you, you know, uh, Chong uh, said that you and him used to smoke weed together. Was, uh, Hold up a second. He's standing, he's walking with Sly Stallone in this. Well, in yeah, this they're video. friends now. And this isn't, this clip you're showing here is, is modern day. It's not yeah. 80s. Yeah. 80s, they hated each other. Now they're, now they're besties. Yeah, because they, you know, fuck it. Hey. You, hey. know, you know, we, we both fucked Brigitte. You know, it's all water under the bridge. I fucked your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're, when they were filming movies together, it was like, hey, Sly, you remember when I fucked your wife? <laughs> you remember that? It was good. Hey, hey, that's a low blow there, Arnold. Come on, man. Come on, it's funny, huh? <laughs> anyway, hey, what's his answer? He was right. He was right? Yeah. I mean, he was right. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got coming. You don't hang out with Tommy Chong and not have a good time. That's for goddamn sure. Anyway, so I was I was commenting or I had a note here like the the setup of Arnold coming out of the woods just looking like all that is fucking man. I was like, <laughs> this is what a superhero looks like. Chris Evans wishes he looked like this as Captain America. Like Hugh Jackman wishes he could have this physique for Wolverine. Like, this is the Incredible Hulk in human form. Like, this guy is massive. Schwarzenegger in the heyday of his lift, like the Conan movies. Holy fuck, this dude is insanely huge. And just cut. Uh, they say every day, this, this, movie, this movie had 45 days of filming. That's it. 45 days. Uh, every day he ran some anywhere between three to five miles and spent an hour obviously pumping iron. So an hour coming every yes. day. Could you well, even think, imagine my life? I come for an hour and then I make a movie. I'm trying to find it right now just to confirm, but I think it, I think I saw it was uh, the budget was $10 million. And he got yeah, $1.9, $1. $1. I want to say, like... And in '86, that's a pretty that's a pretty decent that's, chunk of change. Good monies, yeah. Opening weekend did seven point seven million, but as of to date, uh, U.S. it's done thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand? So or I'm sorry, thirty five. Oh, million. okay. Sorry. Uh, I mean, worldwide, little under sixty sixty million. Not bad. Not bad for this random. And it's just it's like a. I love that he's he's <laughs> retired, right? So Arnold is playing John Matrix. He's a retired colonel. Real quick on oh. the budget, I pulled up uh, opening weekend by country. Uh, in the U.S., it did seven point seven million. The opening weekend, however, New Zealand did five hundred and thirty-six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? Wow. Yes. You can just like omit that. They're, they're just too. Like, they're no. they're just too busy tending to sheep, dude. <laughs> I guess so. That's all I know about New Zealand. They got more sheep than people. That's it. Well, uh, I think their their theater policy is sheep getting free. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so you didn't get a lot Bring of that ticket money for free. Yeah, it's sheep night here. It's uh, Rock Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, I'm getting the feeling oh, wait, of no, coming. I'm getting the feeling of coming back. There it is. <laughs> uh, from pumping iron, I'm coming. I'm coming at home. I'm coming at the gym all day. Can you imagine how great my life is all day? I'm just coming. It's terrific. It's Heaven. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the. <laughs> God damn it, Arnold. So Again, back to Bill Burr. This guy. Has been on fire for 40 years. Nothing but net. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's John Matrix. Now, I ask you, what's one of the craziest action movies you've seen in modern times? The Matrix? The Matrix didn't have no Arnold. What is this, Scott? This movie's got Matrix. That's right. It's got John Matrix, mother John fuck. Matrix. Uh, God damn, he's just so awesome in this. So, now, he's walking around carrying a tree. And his daughter comes running up. This is Jenny, played by Alyssa Milano. I had no idea. Jenny. Yeah, I, I actually even have that written, not that Jenny. <laughs> I knew it. I knew someone was going to do it. So now it's like, it's a lifetime movie for a little bit. Because they're like hanging out by a brook, and they're feeding a deer, and they're fishing. And it's like, what, what, what? Unless I missed it, there's no backstory on what happened to her mom. No, nothing. Like, She's not, nothing. Not even. Not a, even. Not even mom, just a line. Or sometimes I think not of important. mom. And yeah. It's like nope. Oh, your mom. Yeah, your mom died during childbirth. Or nope. Not even a fucking word <laughs> about mom. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Have you seen my muscles? Doesn't matter. I've got enough for everyone. <laughs> Doesn't uh, I Arnold swallowed nipple? your mom to make more muscles? <laughs> we ate her. <laughs> Doesn't uh, doesn't uh, Arnold's nipple have a credit in the uh, the end credits? Because I mean, it's there's quite a few. Yeah, scenes. yeah, they're prevalent for sure. I named them Lefty and Righty. Ah, oh, so unoriginal, dude. Yeah. Lefty and William. Yeah. Lefty, uh, Serena. Pa- well, Poncho and Lefty. Poncho like, and Lefty. There we go. All right, so uh, Alyssa Milano had this to say. During filming, they they made this. She was on uh, what was it? Who's the boss? She was the she was the daughter on Who's the Boss? And this like after the first season, she was enough of a name that they were putting her in movies. So this movie was just after the first season. Who's the boss? And she said during filming, Arnold became like very protective. He was like mm-hmm. a father figure, keeping people away and like really looking after her. Even helped her with her algebra. Oh. Who would have thought Arnold? Yeah, with algebra. Well, yeah, normally weightlifters are smart dude. <laughs> normally weightlifters smart dude. normally weightlifters are good in multiples of five because that's, that's what, true. What weights coming, you know. Or, yeah, but. look at this like it sits. You have five sets of five and you solve for X. <laughs> <laughs> and you lifted two hundred twenty-five yes. sixty pounds. And how much is that X? <laughs> <laughs> if I've only got one twenty-five pound dumbbell, but I need to lift three thousand pounds, how many reps do I need to do? Wrong. You must keep going. <laughs> keep going. Never stop. You've got to get the pump. you got to get the pump. <laughs> you must keep going. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't help with my work. No! <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Elisa, I need you to stab me in the ass with my steroids. <laughs> the show has just become us doing impressions oh. for two hours. 
Good. Good. That's what I wanted. I just, we just had to, we had to get a, enough of a bed, a nice <laughs> bed to get there. Uh, so now they got this awesome house though. I do love this house. It's like a, it's a cabin-esque. I mean, it's a house, but it's made to look very cabin feel, right? Like natural wood interiors and stuff. Really sweet house. And it's on Mount Baldy, which you might know uh, a little bit, i.e. Empire, a little in little Empire, if you take 134 east from Pasadena. It's uh, just north of that a bit. It's uh, the tallest mountain in, in California. In the no, not in California, but in the the oh, god damn it, what is that little range? The part in of it, Empire? the part the part of it that's like in Southern California, uh, whatever. San there's Fernando a, Valley. Yeah, there's but there's a name for that part of the Rockies that's in there, and Mount Baldy's the highest point in that chunk of the the range, right? Oh, so it's okay. the highest point in like the Los Angeles area. Okay. Uh, and Highlands. And I summited it. That's right. I fucking topped that bitch. Oh yeah. You got you probably spent more time in LA than I did. I was orange. County. You were you were OC. And I I mean I I went to LA but I never sure. really uh I San Gabriel LA. Mountains. There it is. Thank you. Uh San my, Bernardino County. My friend Q. Did you say San Bernardino? Mhm. Santa Barbara. Oh, that's not the No, same. that's a different one. Uh every time I hear San Bernardino I think of the Frank Zappa song. He has a whole song about everybody calls it San Bernardino. He cuts a syllable out but um yeah, my friend Q, the reason we had that uh, gold Blantons like D-Q? last week. He just calls himself Q. DQ? Not DQ. Like the Q? Just with the That's parentheses like on the D? No. Not like the Crossroads <laughs> Park. Just Q. But uh, he came out to visit me when I lived in LA, and he's like, yeah, we're going to climb this mountain tomorrow. Uh, oh. So, yeah, we had started at like 6 in the morning and went, parked at the fucking bottom of it. Made it all the way to Walked the top. up there. This Summit. must be where they've taken Jenny. That, that, it was. We found her <laughs> up in the top. Yeah. Uh, and then we went down the other side. Uh, so there's this part of it called the Devil's Backbone. Every mountain has a part called the Devil's Backbone, right? The super windy, treacherous part. And it, there's like a, a curve, kind of a little fishbowl, whatever, like the curve. And then it was a huge drop off and oh, went down. Oh, man. And... Uh, we got to hide against the back of yeah, the Yeah, and I didn't even think about it. Like, I was coming down, and Q was in front of me, and we also had one of my classmates with us. So there were three of us, and they were all, like, kind of standing there looking at it, like, oh, this looks pretty fucked up. I mean, it was it was still icy. Uh, it must have been, like, early early in the year, so, like, still snow and ice everywhere. And they're like, oh, I don't know. This looks dangerous. And I was just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, you fucking pussies? And just, like, strolled casually across and got to the other side of it. And they were like, dude. And then I turned around and looked down and was like blood out of my face. Just like, <laughs> oh shit. I had no idea what the what the situation That's was. That's why they I say just, don't look down. Yeah. Oh my. I just like, and I didn't even like hug the thing. I just like straight walked around this thing and they were just like, you're insane. What the fuck? Uh, had I known what I was doing, I definitely probably, definitely probably that doesn't make sense, but it would not have gone well. Um, so anyway, Mount Baldy. Climbed it. Uh, so they're sitting there at one point having breakfast. Yeah. And uh, he does talk about when I was growing up in Germany. So they like at least tried to explain his accent a little bit. Usually like between him and Van Damme, they just, yeah, he's an American. Don't worry about it. Now, when I was a boy and rock and roll came to East Germany, there it is. communist said it was subversive. 
And then he ended up becoming governor because he's so politically minded. Yeah, well, you know, Republican, <laughs> you know. So uh, as they're sitting there, a helicopter. He's a fucking, he's, a, he's an immigrant success story of like the to, highest caliber. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's he, he has, great. He has he's reached, a hero. reached the apex of everything he has ever tried to do. Just for what? Like he came here as like a bodybuilder, right. which is a hard fucking thing to do. He came here broke as shit. And came With over nothing. and came all over and every, just came literally and came, came all over here. Came to <laughs> came to America. And he's a yeah, there, movie there was star. Some, there were some troubles on the boat on the way over, but it's all right. I just, he just patched it because he was just coming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming to America. I'm coming, and they used it to patch the boat. <laughs> you, what are you doing there, Arnold? Jim, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. <laughs> there it is. That's Arnold's Just life. day and night, dude. So That's how he clogged the hole. <laughs> yeah, he did. I believe they call that a cream pie. Yeah. Yeah, take it easy. So, all right. The helicopter's flying. They're sitting there eating. Obviously, they have a massive bay window, like you would if you have a house on the side of a mountain. You're there for the view, right? Yeah. And you see the helicopter flying up. Uh, and as we said, he's a retired colonel. So this is obviously so- something is afoot. And Alyssa Milano's like, oh, no, you can't go do stuff. You, you said He's like, no, I'm not leaving you, I promise. And so the, the general comes out and he's like, yeah, someone's killing all your men. But you gave them new identities. He's like, it doesn't matter. Somehow they know who they are, and they're fucking taking them out. Uh, so he's like, well, I've made enemies all over the world. Everybody fucking hates me. So who knows who it could be? And uh, the major general, major general, not just a general. I don't. I didn't realize there was a major general. Major well, there's general um, the ranking. What he only had two stars or three yeah, stars. So, so it's. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of four-star general. Yeah, yeah, he only had two stars. He only had two. It's a type of general. It's, he's just a lesser ranking lesser general. Lesser general. Than so do you work up to just general? And when you're general, is that like... Yeah. Yeah, lieutenant general's a three, three-star, major general's two, and then... What's a one-star? I forget. Brigadier? Is that not as good mm. as a two-star? A one-star? Yeah, a one go, star is less than two. Okay, so you grow, you, you get more stars. Up, yeah. Why not like, just come up with different names for them? Right. Or it's like when you get to black belt and you're like, yeah, I got black belt. Okay, but now you got to be second degree black belt. Now you got to be third degree black belt. I, what? The, how is it? I thought black was top. Why is there more to top to the top? Well, they got to keep you paying to get more call training. It, out call of it you. different things. Exactly. Like saying, like, make, still make general the top thing other than admiral. But, well, admiral's a different branch. Admiral's. But different. admiral's higher than general. No, right. they're equivalent. When are they equivalent? They're, they're different branches of the military, but they're if you're comparing admirals to generals, they're they're of the same. I tier. want general Oranges admiral. and apples, huh? Yeah, I mean, sort of. Uh, I mean, admiral is just the highest you can get in the navy. Okay, and general is the highest you can get so in it's the air force. The orange that comes from the orchard next to the foundry. Yes. What the fuck is going on here? Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like two minutes into this movie. All right, so the Major General, who's stage two out of st- four stages of generals, leaves two guys with Arnold, even though, of course, he's the best 
ever. He's the best of the best. He's Eric Roberts. He's the fucking best of the best. He gets yeah. left. Yeah, with the throwback, best. right? Could you imagine Arnold with that hair? Oh my god, Arnold with that hair. Those <laughs> oh, little man. luxurious locks. Like looking like uh, Tommy Wiseau. Well, you can see that if you watch the Conan movies because he had that long fucking luxurious mane in Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Is that not going on in, the, in this rewatch? No, we're already past him. Oh, no, we're not already past him. Co- we're in uh, we're Commando. Not, yeah. Wait, we can, there's still time. I guess there's still time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he, like, literally, as soon as he's like, these two guys are staying with you, he gets back in the helicopter and flies off. Immediately, Arnold looks off to the side and ducks for cover because this guy comes up out of the bushes and starts firing. Like, why didn't you do that before? You had a general right there. You could have taken out a general. Like, wouldn't that have been beneficial if this is what you're trying to do? But he waits till they fly away, and then he just starts blasting, right? Yeah. Blam, blam, blam. Uh, so now they're like they crawl inside the house and one of the guys that was supposed to be there to protect him is shot and laying there like, <laughs> you know, gasping cause he's, he's I'm wounded okay. and he, Arnold's like, I smelt them coming. Yeah. What do you mean? You were downwind of them. Yeah, he's something. No, he, 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 he was remember you stay downwind of them. He's like, what, you think I could smell them? I did. I make I'll be all right. I got to get my rifle from the shed. Keep an eye out. I'll be coming. Remember, you're downwind. The air turned, they tipped them off. Downwind? You think I could smell them coming? I did. I did. Also, I love how right there he goes, I have to get my rifle from the shed. From the shed. Somebody of his caliber like, is going to have a yeah, rifle and right then you're in like, every oh, room. He, he keeps a gun out in the shed, which we get to in a fucking minute. But what an <laughs> understatement. I've got to get my rifle from the shed. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> This is a, supposed to be a commando, like a, a, a like a master elite mm-hmm. uh, military man, uh-huh. and he keeps a gun. And by the way, uh, I think in this scene where he goes to his shed, it's already like fucking cracked open. You I'm know, gonna, I thought that too. I'm gonna try to pause just the code in. But I think what happens is that yeah, it's it just is. part it totally of the is door. Cra- no, it's definitely cracked open. You Look can see that. it. It's that's not sealed. You think it's just that th- that much thicker? Well, because sticker? when he opens it, there's part that goes like into the like door frame that locks as well. Yeah, an exa- essentially. Yeah, so maybe okay, that. So there's the door. No, that would still that would still fall flat against that uh, that frame because it does have that uh, indentation in the back, that recess. Or whatever. Hey, man, they, yeah. it, they only had forty five minutes or forty five days to make this whole thing. All right, hey, they he, don't he, care about continuity does, like they like to. He does punch in one three three is the code, which one three three is Austria's nine one one. Okay, basically one three three. Huh? One three three is their nine one one. So that, I kind of fun, fun little thing. Wonder how they come to that. Why not just nine one one all over the all over the world? I, I seeing that we came up with the phone that you're using. You know why not? As well? <laughs> Thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, his gun or his rifle from the shed is a Boondock Saint style armory room full of all sorts of weapons. Oh, I wanted to mention, yeah, I, before I got into that tangent of that door, uh, this is a military man, a high class right. elite one. He doesn't have like secret fucking like shelves and shit. That's right? what I'm like, saying. He's gonna have that Batman in every room. Goes blink, blink on the piano, and you got a fucking super cave. What the? You just gotta, and it's not even a shed out back. It's off your fucking living room, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your book nook that you put a fucking metal door on. I like to read. I like to read rifle casings. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 50 cal. 50 cal. 
50 cal. I only use 50 cal pussy. I only use 50 cal. So terrific. Alyssa Milano's hiding under a bed during all this, but she gets found. You get to see the boots come in. Yeah. And she gets discovered and, and taken. So I like Arnold gets like gets back to the house because he's out running around trying to do it. He gets back to the house and opens the door and the dude that he had been talking to earlier just like falls out. Just this Nick dead body slashed. collapses like, oh, well, that doesn't bode well. Nope. Uh, and so he gets inside and there's a dude sitting in the in his chair, his chair, Get in the- his house. That would piss me off, dude. Dude. I did not invite you in here. You do not get the master chair. That's right. That 80s music. Oof. No steel drums in that part, yeah, though. She. Mellow out, man. We can't talk business with you waving guns in people's faces. Your daughter's safe, Colonel. Whether she stays that way is up to you. My people got some business with you. And if you want your kid back... Then you gotta cooperate. That's right. So it, that right. noise you're hearing is cars driving away, wrong. obviously, with his daughter. <laughs> You've got to do what we say, right? Wrong. Blammo. And <laughs> he just fucking blasts. Fucking blam. Oh, now, the cars are driving down this winding road. Like, the road serpentines its way down the mountain, like mountain roads tend to do, right? You zig and zag your way. And he goes out there, and they fucking Clive Owen to his Suburban. <laughs> Clive Owen, his suburban. They pulled the distributor cap out of a suburban. Oh, they right, Clive yeah. I saw that. And yeah. I was like, okay. I, I remember we just watched that. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Chil- they children of men, his suburban. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, great fucking movie. Oh, children of men, such a rewatchable. Good movie. Except from, uh, I don't think, did you say rewatchable, Brandon? Yeah, I think it all was. I, I, think, it was it, all I think it was a three for three. We need this to, is why we need our goddamn intern. Yeah. We need to know, and we need to get that going. Well, you remember we did this with the Brewer Order, and we need to get on it quickly before we... Before it gets out of control. We're, what, 40 uh, movies in now? God damn it. Who owns this many movies? Seriously. And we're I only don't. in the Cs. I mean, if you want to count, like, you know... <laughs> By Netflix and Hulu's and Amazon's. Yeah. I've got literally... No, we, this isn't even Blu-ray. This isn't 4K or HD. This is all standard death, baby. This was originally released on, released on Betamax. Oh, no, God. No. Probably VHS. <laughs> I mean, the 80s. Yeah, VHS. Well, I mean, sure. what, 85? Mm-hmm. Had VHS completely won out that battle? Yeah, VHS was, VHS was a big deal in 80. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was the way to go. So now, the, they're getting away with this daughter... And his suburban is fucked, but he can't run after them. They're driving. So this is what I remember most from watching this as a kid. Like when I think commando, this more than anything else in this entire movie is what pops into my head (laughs) is him just saying, fuck it. And pushing the goddamn suburban down the side of a mountain until it gets going fast enough. Then he hops in. And they're like doing the, the again the zigzag serpentine and road straight line and method. Barrel and, so as they go by, they're like, "Oh fuck, missed us!" And then they go and turn and come back the other way on the road. And here he comes again. Oh he's fuck, he's yeah. <laughs> And he just like he just pushes a full size suburban down the side of a mountain. It's so fucking awesome. But it comes to nothing because then he wrecks. And as soon as he gets out, these guys come up. And there are four guys with guns, and he's, he's fighting him. He's fighting, and then they finally, like, take him down. Yeah. Uh, they don't shoot him because they need him. Well, they do shoot him, but 
with a train. And I love what he what he yes. says here when he tells Don't him. Don't move, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Don't move, motherfucker. Because he, he's got a, does he have a mouth match? He's got a Cobra mouth <laughs> match? <going? laughs> he had a match. I think I saw a match there. But yeah, so then we get Bennett, the mustachioed man who supposedly died on that boat explosion <gasps> earlier. Wait, hopefully they explain this at some point. They do. But why Bennett. is this guy still alive? I love Bennett. Yeah. Hey, what's your name, Carla? Bennett. Oh, that's right. Bennett. Okay, got it. So. Bennett. I, I know. I know. Jesus. God fucking damn it. So, Are yeah. Sure? He fights these guys, and uh, then he's like, yeah, Bennett comes up. He's like, I thought you were dead. And uh, and now Bennett's like, no, I'm not dead, but you threw me out of the unit. We used to be army guys together, and you fucked me over, so. Now I'm fucking you over. Now, first man. of all, I'd like to know his side of the story because, you know, we're, we're taking Arnold's as gospel here. We, we don't know. Yeah. There's people that are pissed off at him. I'd like a to know the reason why. Yeah, maybe he did something fucked up. What did you do, Arnold? Yeah. Like, tell you're me. Not, you're not so altruistic. That's what I was thinking. Well, you know, I'm just thinking about calming all the time. I'm, just, well, I'm just too busy calming. Well, what do well, I care how, about How do you, you think I got this daughter? From Kami. This is literally my Kami. <laughs> <laughs> I my... named her Kami. <laughs> oh, God. Ew. <laughs> That's gross. It was eh? my sock in college, but now it's my dot now. All right. So, this is Saki. Saki. <laughs> this is little tube sock. All right. All right. I call it Tubi. So Bennett, Bennett has played, the actor is Vernon Wells. Vernon, Vernon Wells. Wells is from Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. Uh, he's in inner space. He's in weird science. He's in a bunch of stuff. Weird uh, science? What is he playing? Science. Weird science? Ah, uh, 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 fuck! I can't remember the, the name. He's uh, I mean, he's an army guy in weird science. So when like all the shit hits the fan at the end of the movie, he's, he doesn't play uh, uh, Gary's brother. No, the brother was that Bill Paxton was the older brother. That is Paxton, right? <laughs> but like Bill some, Paxton was in this one, and he's also well, in this yeah. one. Uh, but no, there was a, Wait, some Paxton's point, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a real quick role. Oh, okay. It's a quick little cameo thing. Uh, but I know he like at some point the army shows up during part of the chaos when the sciencing is happening, and he's he's the the army guy that's coming into the house during in the, the rewatch. Movie. By the way, no, it's not. I haven't even seen it. It never even occurred to me to be in the rewatch. <laughs> I was thinking about the rewatch. Weird science. Like, weird science. I think eventually we're going to get through all your movies, and it should just be movies that uh, we can see then anywhere. Then be whatever. Yeah, I mean. Then, then we could have listeners finally say. Why does it even have to be in alphabetical order? I mean, you then just start. It, then just, it wouldn't have to. We can just start. Once we get through it. You go, hey, I got a movie. You yeah. go, like, we'll take a, uh, a listener request for a new movie or yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. We can do that. Once we get there. Well, once in, we get there. in 12 years. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking <laughs> Yeah, I guess we have to go through your alphabetical that's order. The, that's the premise of the show, man. That's literally the only stipulation we have. We're almost a year in and we're barely at the but what, but what was the the cutoff for the movies to come in cuz we can still flood you with tons of movies. Sure. As long as I agree to, that I would have them in my collection. Like, I still get final say. You have to be willing you, to defend this movie. You can you can send me all the movies you want, but if I don't want it in my collection, then it's not in my collection. You know what I mean? Like, I can send you Crossroads, like, right now still. I have Crossroads. <laughs> like, not I the, mean, the Britney the, Spears oh, one. Uh, yeah, the Crossroads. <laughs> That's going to have to go in. Not necessarily. Because I don't have to, I don't, I don't have to recognize it as part of my Wait, personal that's the, collection. That's the next movie, right? 
Nope. After this one? Because I thought you said Crow oh, was yeah, coming Oh, yeah, I did up. say Crow, but it should be Crossroads. Crossroads should be the next Ooh, one. Good catch, buddy. Good catch. Yeah, I guess so. Edit huh? point. Whoops. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyway, Bennett hits him with the dart and knocks him out, right? And so, he wakes up to a bunch of guys standing over him, one of whom is the actor Dan Hedaya. And Dan Hedaya was the deadbeat husband of uh, Rhea Perlman and Cheers. Mm. Rhea Perlman's one of the waitresses in Cheers, right? And that was her ex-husband. And uh, But he's also like an Adams family. He's always a shyster. He's always like scheming something. And in this, he's like trying to be tough. And it's kind of weird to see him do that. It's like, no, nah, that, mm-hmm. that, ain't, that ain't you, Dan Hedaya. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> So they're talking about Valverde. He's a he's like a, the dictator of Valverde, which is a made up country that Hollywood used in a lot of movies in the eighties. So oh, really? They could have like a Latin dictator terrorist thing that they needed to take out without like actually pissing off Nicaragua or Ecuador or whatever. Like they okay. could. So they made up a country to get their plot without pissing anybody off. Yeah, because I'm sure, because when they make their movies and they always use, you know, any sort of Mm -hmm. U.S. territory, you know, we get totally offended and want to go to war with them. Well, and then they follow... It doesn't take much for us to want to go to war with somebody, honestly. (laughs) Well, and then they follow that up at the end of the movie in the credits with the Rasputin clause. You know, anybody, any characters in this film are completely original and not intended to Anything is completely coincidental. What's yeah. the Rasputin? What is that? What does oh, that have man, to do with? It's, it's, I know who Rasputin is, but what does that have to do with? It's based off of him. Okay. Uh, the Russian psychic to the, well, I guess not right. necessarily Russian. Right, he something about, point. oh, any, any similarity is purely coincidental. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Uh-oh. Somehow that's Rasputin. Write us in um, at the rewatch party. It's just too much Finally. to get into. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we can't we can't dig into all that right now. We I mean, can't get talk about history of Russia, we can talk that. I mean, you want me to get into it now. I mean, we don't got we got don't have enough time in the fucking day to for me to explain <laughs> to you. all that I know about the history of Russia. <laughs> all right. So, for fuck's sake, Valverde. All right. Now, we this is where we find out they faked Bennett's death cuz he has to be presumed dead to be able to operate under the radar now. <laughs> But they don't ever tell us how he got off that boat because we he, see him he, get on the he boat. Pulled a, he pulled a, uh, a Job, Joe Bluth. Yes. <laughs> I made this yacht disappear by blowing it up. I think it. <laughs> Nana was on that yacht. Um, but they do not explain how he got off the boat. Mm-hmm. We see him get on the boat. He's still on it, makes eye contact with Cook, who then blows it up. Mm-hmm. So, no, they don't even... They don't even explain at all how he got off of it before it exploded. They don't care. But we need we need you, John Matrix, to go to Valverde and handle some bullshit so that me, Dan Hedaya, can take back over. Is is it's it. And we're yeah. kidnapping your daughter as collateral so that you do what we say. Mm-hmm. Once you do what we say, we're letting her go. You're all good. Essentially taken. Essentially. Right? Well, except there was no phone call because he knows who they are. So he can't mm-hmm. do the, I don't know who you are, but I will find you and I will kill you. He doesn't ever get to do that, that intense well, phone call. Well, cell phones work. I have, a, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> That's supposed to be Liam Nielsen. Oh, Liam Nielsen. <laughs> My man, Liam Nielsen's? Whenever you do, right, do so, impression. All right, him. he doesn't agree. He's not going to go with it. And then they show him, hey, we got your daughter, motherfuck. So you do it 
And this this is pretty. This is a good threat because everybody's like, "Do it or we kill your daughter." But they say, "Do it or I'm going to mail her to you in pieces." That's pretty fucking holy shit. It hits a little deep deeper. Yeah, that that's that's a whole different slug to the gut. That's that's okay. All right, all right. So they take him to LAX, right? And they got two goons, a big guy and this tiny little fucking sleaze bag that looks like he's going to sell you a used car, like. His Who is this little was, fucking, yeah. His suit was, I, I don't know. I can't even, just the gray and the pattern. Like, it was just he so outlandish. He is what they wanted to be in Swingers, the Vince Vaughn, John Favreau <laughs> thing. Like, this is what they were going. He's so skeezy. But what's great is when they drop him off and Bennett's like, okay, you're here with my goons. And he's getting back in the car. Arnold says, I'll be back. He does. He says his fucking line, dude, because the first Terminator was the year before this. Yeah. Oh. So he had just made it. And, and by the way, this um, one of these characters is playing in The Crow. He uh, He's that character yes. you've seen a million another times. One of, mm-hmm. Another one of, oh, that guy. That guy, yes. Sorry uh, to another interrupt. One of that guy. Yeah. So uh, I do have the note here that if Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger ever says, I'll be back to you, Turn off every fan in the house because shit is about to hit all of them. <laughs> just limit, turn them limit off. the damage. Yeah, just turn them off and prepare because it's only he a matter. Keeps his, he keeps only a matter word. of time. It's only a matter of time before that shit's a coming. Uh, so now the big goon gets on the plane with him. The small goon staying behind. Sully is the small goon. Big goon. I they did say his name, but I don't know. he's a big guy. Whatever. So. The small one says some shitty thing like, once you get there, once you get to Valverde, have some beers on us. It'll give us all more time with your daughter. <laughs> Which, sick pedophile joke. That's some Jeffrey Jones shit. We don't need that in my Arnold movie, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this guy is a super creep, too. He's so fucking nasty. Have some beers in Valverde Matrix. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. <laughs> you funny like- guy, Sully. I like you. And I think, I if I'm not mistaken, did, did the says, other goon kind of like he look la- at him? No, like, he laughs at it. He goes, <laughs> yeah. like he was into it. That's uh, cool, man. And the, so then, yeah, we get the, the great Matrix line of, I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. <laughs> Which is important to note because that does come back in a bit. I'm sure he doesn't like him and he doesn't want to kill him last. So now they get on the plane. Almost certain. They're sitting there. Next to each other, Arnold has the aisle seat. Goon has the window seat. It's just, it's just two. It's not a three-seat situation. Yeah. And he's talking to the... Every well, they t- were in first class. Right. So you only got two. At right. least they got him first class. That's Hell fucking, yeah, man. They, they you need- see the size of those seats? Because those are big men in those Absolutely. seats. Absolutely. And, and they still both had elbow room. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. That guy's taller than Arnold. That dude Arnold. is taller than Arnold. There's no way he's jacked like Arnold, but he's a big... Fu- and he's I wouldn't want to fucking... Res- I'm not going to scrap with him. <laughs> yes, I love that we get that in a bit. Oh, I do have that as a note when we get there. But I love he keeps interrupting the stewardess as so she's just trying to do her goddamn job, right? Yeah. Give me a blanket and a pillow. Oh, how long is the flight to Valverde? I will land in 11 hours. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Just taking a note of that for some reason. I remember <laughs> that. And then just fucking quickly elbows the dude in the face and then fucking snaps yeah, his he's, back. He's trying to, he's like putting on his blanket over his, over his legs he's and kinda, then his I, elbows in perfect position to just go, <laughs> kills and then fucking takes the dude out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and then puts like, oh, and he snaps his neck too. And then snaps yeah. his neck. So kills him for sure. Just in case the elbow didn't do it. 
Got to make sure. And then sets the pillow up and puts a blanket on him and like puts the, the hat, hat down on his face. Could you really kill somebody by, huh? like, could you really kill somebody by cranking their neck? Absolutely. You can kill someone by yeah. cracking their neck. Like, how does that kill them? Severs the fucking spinal cord. Yeah, but that would just paralyze his, his body. Yeah, but from the neck down, what's all down here? Your heart, oh, your lungs. Oh, I see. All his organs would mm-hmm. fail. Uh, it would, well, be, it a, it be, would be a slow, painful it death be that they like, would be aware of. It wouldn't of. be like, crack, death, like it always is in the movies, I don't think. But yeah, you're dead. I mean, when I've done it, they got right back up. Damn, then you didn't I do did it right. right. You yeah. obviously didn't do it right. Yeah. I thought I cracked uh, But then we get a great line where he's like... <laughs> Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And then he goes to the bathroom and like, so you have to take sick. your you have to take your seat. No, I'm air sick. So he makes his way somehow to the cargo area. Yeah, I, I, I just think that was like, something. It seems you like get- he's going to the bathroom, and then all of a sudden he's in the cargo area, and he like the dog. He opens. Yeah, opens the door. And there's this, this dog, and but then he like tears down this like cloth wall divider thing. And then climbs down into the landing gear. And then we get him hanging onto the wheel as the plane's starting to take off and the wheels are lifting. And it's like, dude, this isn't gonna this isn't gonna get any easier, buddy. You're just gonna get lifted right back up into the plane you're trying to get off of. Like, (laughs) you gotta go. But he waits just long enough where they get past the runway and it's like marshy, so he's able to drop off into water so he doesn't kill himself. He's very smart. Very smart this whole point. There's something in here, uh, I wanted to read. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, it basically, it's, it's a continuity thing, a factual error. Yes, here. When Matrix escapes from the aircraft during takeoff, uh, he leaves doors open and breaks down sealed curtains. This would set off alarms in the cockpit and leave oh, the sure. aircraft unpres- uh, unpressurized in flight and therefore unable to complete his 11-hour flight. That's right. And then also when he was when he got back onto the airport and was running across and dodging some planes like they would have shut down. They were the like, airport, "Hey, like we got a stray mountain of a man running around <laughs> on the fucking tarmac. This ain't right." Uh, he's probably going to try to blow something up like James Bond. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so now we get back in the airport, and of course he's like he runs into the building, <laughs> and as soon as he gets into the building, he just looks around with his fucking colonel eye. Oh, there's Sully. Found him right away. And Sully's hitting on, uh, I don't even know, I didn't get the character name. It's just, it, the actress is Ray Don Chong. Oh, yeah. uh, he's playing Cindy. I did write down Cindy. And he's like really trying to hit on her. She's like, dude, fucking well, you're she's, on the, she's on the phone with her boyfriend. To, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or somebody or some, she was some, interested she's in. And hey, whatever. I got off early. And she even says, okay, I like you too. So they mm-hmm. said it first. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but you need to come no, with me, baby. And she's like, no, I have no interest in you, you fucking creeper. No and he's like, From you here, fucking whore. Because, of course, that's a thing. Alone. You fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> if you get shot down by a woman who she's won't a sleep whore. with you, she's a whore. Which is the opposite. Quite the opposite. Well, she's not a slut. She's a whore. A whore doesn't sleep with you. Sluts sleep with everybody. Whores don't sleep with you. Mm. You fucking whore. Yeah, I don't know the the incel logic. I don't know how this works. I wrote that in. But so uh, Arnold's following Sully, who's still following poor Cindy and being a fucking bag of dicks. And so Arnold gets into her car. Just rips the seat out of it. Rips the seat out (laughs) because he's too fucking massive. And is like, follow him. So shit. Okay. 
So, uh, <laughs> Soli's in his little convertible. Now they're in Horse, her convertible. Baby. And, uh, yeah, her, she's in a, it's a English car. I don't know the brand. Yeah, I don't remember, no but idea. it was. A, so they go to the Galleria. Now we're at the Sherman Oaks Galleria. It's the same mall. Same mall as Terminator 2. I yep. really like their license plates. They're like bl- the old classic ones that I grew up with, like are blue, but with raised yellow letters. Oh, yeah, yeah. The old California plates. Those yeah. are cool plates, man. Uh, the Galleria, I used to live two blocks north on Sepulveda Boulevard from the Galleria. Yeah, you I were in the thick there. of LA, man. I yeah, didn't live in LA. LA. I was right there. I would go down all the time and, and go to the the one bar that was in the guy. Obviously, in 2012, it was way different than 1985, but <laughs> uh, it was a drastically different mall. But yes, yeah, same mall as T2. So now he's like, look, they've got my daughter. I've got to get him because he's the only way I can find out where my daughter is or they're going to kill her. You have my to help me. My daughter has been kidnapped. He's the only chance I've got of finding her. Oh, there it is. My daughter has been kidnapped. He's- I got to stop yeah. the sounds instead of play- pressing it again. So... Um, if I don't, if I don't get this figured out, my fucking daughter's dead. And she's like, oh, okay. And so you got to go, go in there, flirt with him. Tell him like, Ooh, I've reconsidered. I like what you were selling. Why don't you come out here with me solely? And we'll totally do the sexing stuff. And then I will fucking, I will kill him is what's going to happen. But when she goes in, she goes up to a security guard. I was like, hey, there's a fucking dude in a green shirt. He's a fucking exactly psycho. Exactly what you should fucking do. Psycho madman. Exactly what you should Yeah. This dude is fucking insane. And the security guard looks over and is like, give me the on Okay, so uh, I'm going to need some backup. Uh, and then He's he a go- mountain of a man. I love they, they, the first guy that gets the calls talking to these two ladies like, hey, you want to see me kick some ass? Yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, we've got to get this uh, mass uh, one gigantic motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> the way he says it is so good. Yeah, here. let's you got see. It? Uh, maybe uh, I'm trying to find it here. Give me, a, give me a moment. Yeah. So, like all, of, all of the entirety of the security is is being swarmed in here. The internet is acting slow. But yeah, one gigantic motherfucker. So now, uh, yeah. So they're all they're all coming at him, right? Here it comes. Ah. Attention all units. Emergency on a theater level. Suspect, six foot two, brown hair. He's one gigantic motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> one gigantic motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's so um, good. So they all swarm him and he's just beating him up. Like he's ass. in this weird, he's in the, it's a weird thing. It's like a walkway that goes to a support beam. Yeah, I, you've seen them in malls. I mean, this is that's it. Like, you walk out there. I guess it's kind of a uh, an outlook area where you can look down on the rest of the mall or whatever. Which, by the way, this is the same mall that's in Terminator Two. Yeah, we 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 said that like five times. Oh, I, sorry, I was reading the trivia. Oh. I might have, I might have, uh... <laughs> so that so so, but they have no way to get to him, but down this one walkway out yeah. to like the column he's standing beside. So he's just like beating the fuck out of the entire security crew of the entire mall, right? Uh. And then we get Soli sees him. He's like, give me a quarter, give me a quarter. And goes to the payphone because he's going to call the guys and say, motherfucker never got on the airplane. Kill the daughter now, right? Kill her now. So we can't let that happen. So I love that Soli's in a phone booth, right, to do this. Arnold just rips the fucking entire phone booth well, out of, of all, the wall. Sully, like shoots him and has a gun. He tries to shoot him and, and uh, nearly avoids him. And then, yeah. Arnold comes up and tries to, you know, pick up the just whole like fucking shaking thing. shaking it like a vending machine that's not giving oh, you yeah. Cheetos. He's shaking just it. 
what and if he shot you in the face? That's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> all he had to do is just like, well, who's this guy? Crack. Right. No, he rips that motherfucker out of the wall. This motherfucker. Oh, God, it's so awesome. It's like, this this man is more than man. It's so amazing. They just like, just oh, yeah, you're just going to rip that booth out, okay? Can you do that for us? I'll try. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Arnold Arnold had to do all of his own stunts because they could not find a stunt person big enough to model his physique, right? Yeah, to I be him. It. So well, he, he ended up going, them, ended up being in the hospital four times during the filming of this really? movie due to various in things. The eighty-five days, uh, forty-five days, or 45 yeah, days. because of sh- injuries and shit uh, occurred. Also, even though he didn't have a stunt double, the stunt crew was fifty-four people which is 17 more people than the actual cast of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that makes sense. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so, yeah, he everything that he does is actually Arnold because nobody was fucking big enough to sit in or stand in or fall in so or whatever. So his shoes were quite literally too big to fill. Exactly. So now Soli's getting away. They're back in the cars. We're racing along, right? Uh, now Arnold's driving. Uh, Cindy feels bad and realizes he's on the level. Even takes out one of the security guards that was about to shoot him. Yeah, so pushes him down the stairs. Pushes him down some stairs, and now she like she comes around. Wait, 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 wait! And he slows down just enough for her to jump in into her own car. But <laughs> like now she's totally on board, right? So now they're racing down. I think Sepulveda. Okay. If you're because the, the Galleria is right on Sepulveda. As soon as you get into Sherman Oaks, there. Um. So. They're racing along, and it and it ends up winding kind of through canyon country. Yeah. And I love it. Like, they knock them over. They're, they're car fighting, much like last week in Cobra. And they car car fight him up into a the side of the hill. Mm-hmm. And it causes his Porsche to fall on its side. And so this is where another fucking amazing thing where he grabs him. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. He goes... Uh, your loyalty is impressive, but not most important. What is most important to you is gravity. <laughs> I must remind you, this is my weak arm. And he's holding the guy by one foot, dangling him off the edge of this fucking hill. And it's amazing. Uh, the director was like, hey, Arnold, can you actually just dangle him? And Arnold's like, are you, are you fucking crazy? Like, I know I'm huge, but I'm not holding up a full-grown human being with one arm. That's not going to happen. So they did have to use a crane. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but but for the I sake of the movie. You, Sally. <laughs> this is my weak arm. Ah, you're killing me, Matrix. So he's like, yeah, you, you don't know. Your you gotta, I got to meet she? Cook. I don't know. But Cook knows. I'll take you where I'm supposed to meet him. But you won't. Uh, why not? Because I already know. He already has the key for the motel where they're supposed to meet Cook, right? Remember when hotels actually had keys? Yeah, right? (laughs) And so then, yeah, he just like... Yeah, this is where it plays in where he goes, I'm going to kill you last. Sorry. He goes, remember when I said I was going to kill you last? Remember when I said I was going to kill you last? Yeah. That's what Matrix, you did. I lied. Listen. He's still falling to this day. (laughs) He has not dropped yet. He's going, and so then he gets back to the car, and Cindy's like, "What happened to him?" I let him go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome! God damn it, I love the fucking thing. And then she's like, "Okay, but you don't have a car because they wrecked her I car." Have a car. Oh yeah. 
Looks at the Porsche. That's Looks on at this Porsche. Side. Now keep watching though after this happens because mm-hmm. when he flips it over the site, it's all fucking beat up. Watch when they drive away though. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the drive. He flips the fucking car back onto back onto its wheels. Now I do. Yeah, because that was also like that when they were like crashing. Yeah. The so side. now you see the driver's side. Look at the what driver's side. There's no mirror either. All go. fucking dented and fucked up. I let him go. There's that line we're talking about. Now the passenger side's fine because laying on the driver's side. But wait till it turns around right here. Driver's side, oh, fine, perfect. completely fine. Has a mirror and everything. Yeah, perfectly fine. <laughs> Continuity error. So then, then. Continuity error. There, it, there is. it is. But then they pull up to the hotel and the driver's side is all beat up again. Like they get back to it. It's just that one little part. Yeah. Just that one little thing. They forgot and about that. No, no, you forgot about, forgot about it. Honestly, I watched this. I've never seen it till uh, today. Uh, I did, yeah, I didn't notice it. Yeah, you really, really wouldn't, I guess, but, but watching you know, a bunch of I did so. try to watch it yesterday, and I was falling asleep, like, through half of it. Yeah, and you got to stop trying to save everything for last-minute Saturday night, bro. Well, you know, I'm a very busy, gentle guy. You are a gentle guy, and a busy one at that. So, now, they're going through the room, right? They're going through this room. He's, like, looking around stuff and opening suitcases, and he tells her to look through the Go drawers. Go through the drawers. Go through the drawers. And while they're doing that, Cook pulls up, right? Cook. Comes up and then uh, he like rips her shirt a little bit. Yeah, this turns is on g- the shower and rips her shirt. And he's like, tell him you're having a great time with Sully. You know, act like you're just you, you've been fucking. So she answers the door and is like, hey, where's Sully? Oh, he's in the shower. Why was it going out? But she invites him in and immediately fucking start fighting. Sly or Sly. Well, he's hiding him. behind the door. Yeah, because he's behind the door. So Arnold and Cook just start fucking fighting well, each other. What I like about this, and this is a classy move by my man Arnold here. He, the guy walks by him. He's hiding behind the door. The guy walks through the door and he closes the door and Arnold's there. And Arnold, instead of just like giving him a good rap on the back of the head and knock him out quickly, he taps him on the shoulder. Oh, that's right. So that he's so he can way, punch so him in the face. See, so you can see him. That's right. And I'm, gonna I'm punch not going to do no. I'm not going to do no pussy attack from behind. Shit. It's a classy move. Yeah. And so then he's like, "Are you scared? You should be, because this green beret going to kick your ass." <laughs> and then we get our great line of, "I love this part. It's so I, good." I eat green berets for breakfast, and right now I am very hungry. And if I and poor, hungry. poor Cindy is hiding. She's like, "You guys are way too masculine. This it's is too much wrong. red meat." You eat way too much red meat. Just have too much McDonald's. This mis- masculinity is out of control over here. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your big ass. I eat green berets for breakfast. And right now I'm very hungry. <laughs> I believe this macho bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's freaking out about it. So as they're fighting, they go into the next room. They go into another room, and there's totally a couple banging. Yeah, and by the way, when there's you see them, like, when they're under the covers, and he's, like, in doggy position, and she's behind him, she was pegging him, She dude. was pegging him, even? She was pegging I did not him. notice that, but I did notice at- a, a camera set up. There's a camera set up in the corner. Hang on, go back. Oh, go a little camera little. set up. Where, yeah, we're watching this here. All right, so they're fighting, they're fighting. Here we go through the door. Here he comes. Oh, somersault kick through the door. Yeah! Holy shit, she is right behind him. And there is a camera set up. She, he's on He's on full, she, all fours, and she's behind she's him. She's pegging him, and they're filming it. Yes, there you wow. go. Wow. So, Nothing that, not that there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> not at all. If that's no, what you, if that's what mean, you want to do, if that's what you want to do, then... It's a, dude, I, I'm sorry. I, this is America. What happens between consenting adults happens between consenting adults. I come all the time. Yeah, you know, he's coming. He's coming. She's coming. I sit at home. 
I come. That's fine. I break into hotel rooms and then I'm coming. I'm, <laughs> they're coming and then I'm coming. As a matter of fact, I heard he stopped and like joined these two. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm surprised he didn't have some line about, oh, it looks like Pegasus is in here. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah. All right. So anyway, keep on, but here we get here we get a bit of nut trauma where uh Cook is laying there. He picks Cook up by the balls, yes. <laughs> grabs him by the fucking balls, and picks this giant man up. Uh and keeps fighting him, and, but he ends up getting impaled on a piece like broken banister or something. He's yeah, like, Where's Will's my daughter? But he's impaled and dead, and he doesn't answer, and it's like shit. So they they search his pockets. And they get keys, which then they go to the car and they find something in the car and they go, this is a place where, oh, I, I was studying for my pilot license. That's where planes get fuel. That's what's going on, right? She was studying for she's all that she's stuff? she's studing to be a pilot, so she recognizes something that they find in Cook's car as I a must place, have zoned out for a moment or I was place, eating breakfast, but like yeah, it's a I was place like, where, all of a sudden this bitch knows how to fly planes yeah, and like no, knows she's, all about planes. She says like she's studying to be a pilot and they find something and she goes, Oh, that's the place where planes fuel. Where we get fuel. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I guess we're going there. So now we go again to our obligatory eighties movie warehouse. Yeah, she just says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm studying. I'm getting my license." Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now we get in here, and he tells her when we get to this warehouse, he's like, "You wait over there for the until I call you," and he like climbs up this pipe on the side of the building and just rips some sheet metal off the side of this building and crawls inside, and nobody inside notices. Nobody notices. All of a sudden. The screech of tearing metal. Dude, there's anything. like tons of people walking around in this warehouse, dude, and he's just like commando crawling under things. And I'm like, there's no way nobody, at least one person, saw him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, come on. This is a gigantic motherfucker. Yeah. As we've established already. <laughs> there's no way you couldn't see this guy. Uh, so, but we get, a, we get a lot of info here, right? Uh, there are coordinates somewhere around Santa Barbara, which. As as Brandon mentioned before we started, like coordinates are pretty precise. These coordinates are somewhere in Santa Barbara. Yeah, no, they would be pretty exact. This must be where they've taken Jenny. That has to be. Uh, So then, I mean, a whole lot of thing like, oh, they, I see a fucking invoice for Pier Thirty Two. That's where amphibian planes get gas. Mm. Luckily, that they only do the one gas station, I guess. Uh, so now they kind of got got a next uh, goal, next destination. So then he's like, we got to go shopping. And he <laughs> takes a bulldozer and drives it into this fucking building. <laughs> yeah. Like, real subtle. It was like a sporting goods sh- uh, store. Yeah, or surplus, surplus, surplus. Surplus store. Yeah. And uh, drives in there and just just loads the fuck up. Well, they start I'm loading up a so, cart with was, all sorts of just clothes, and then he's looking along the gun case. Yeah, and Where's finds the button? The, the button to open up the super, where he gets, like, his rocket launcher. That's the the Boondock Saints room. Right That's there. definitely the Boondock Saints room. This is better than the one he had at his house. Yeah. Yes, thank you. How much rope uh, did they get? No rope, not a single, <laughs> not a single bit of, no fucking rope. Get the fucking rope. Okay, fucking Rambo. Uh, <laughs> fucking John Matrix over here. Yeah, so he's loading all the ammo, all the guns, every type of gun and all this shit. A and rocket he, launcher. He, yeah, he sends her out with a shopping cart full of She's like, get out to the car and Don't I'm going to follow you think soon. about it. But when she goes out to the car and is like unloading the shopping cart, 
And then when he's trying to come out, all of a sudden there are cops everywhere. Yeah, he got busted. So he got busted, but she gets away. That's it for John. She Matrix. was right there in the park uh, or in the parking yeah. lot. How did so you how not did they see not go? That? How did you not see them coming? Because they, they've been there for a bit enough to set up. Uh-huh. So obviously they would have seen her come out with a shopping cart, loading a rocket launcher into a fucking car. No, they don't. They don't irrelevant. Even, yeah, don't even look at that. Yeah, don't so, worry about that. I wouldn't worry about so that. So they guy. throw him in the back of a paddy wagon, right? And he's trying to tell him, look for General Kirby. Mm-hmm. Just talk to General Kirby. Uh, I thought yeah. it was pervy. Uh, I think we ran him. Kirby. Right? I think we ran him in last week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> General Kirby. Yeah, that's what those guys say. Next, he'll be wanting oh. us to get Colonel Jigglypuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they like they stop at a light, and she pulls up next to him, and is like making eyes, and one of the guys is like, "Oh, yeah. hook over here." I, I think, think she, she likes, likes me. me. Yeah. Oh, she's into it. And then they drive off when it goes green, but she stays there. And they're like, what do you think she's doing? I don't know. And then she stands up with the rocket launcher, but she <laughs> misfires backwards first. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. But then she flips it around and shoots it and hits the paddy wagon and blows the whole fucking thing up. And Arnold's Which able to get out of would have risked, like, killing Arnold yeah. in the first place, right? Yeah, absolutely would have killed Arnold. Yeah, but he's it's John Arnold. Matrix. And so he just crawls out and he's like, okay, now I'm the Terminator. Let's go get find my daughter. Let's go find my daughter. Let's get this red bill. <laughs> so they get to this plane, right? <laughs> and they find this amphibious plane. A bit of a gunfight. There's some guys there shooting. They shoot back, whatever. And this Drive is, the Jeep off the pier. Yeah, yeah. We get all that. And then he, she can't figure out how to start it. And he's like, yeah, we <laughs> do this. I've only trained in a Cessna. Yeah. And then they're like cruising along the water. It's like, oh, we're not going to make it. He goes, yeah, we are. And flips the lever that makes them lift. Like, that's all you had to do, lady. Like, what? Well, he gave it full power, which I mean, she should. If she have was had the one that's supposed anyway, to be the pilot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She should have been doing that. But they end up they they're taking off, and now they're getting in trouble because they're in a fucking a bad zone. And this is where we get it's our Bill, Bill Paxton cameo. Mostly, he's the air traffic controller. Who's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta change course. You can't be here. But this is where we gotta be. So he tells her to like fly really low and try to get under oh, the I radar. So, yeah, there he is. I told yeah, him. it's real quick. So uh, now they land offshore. They, they they land out in the water, and he gets this little fucking inflatable raft and loads a bunch of weapons up onto it, and he's in Speedo. We get Arnold and Speedos. I was just going to say, we get Arnold in a Speedo. Woo, look at that. Man. I know that. All uh, that is man. That you've got some manwood over there for this man. The uh, the lady was in the in the kitchen making making a snack when this scene came up, and I was like, hey, Arnold in a Speedo, you want me to pause it? And she goes, nah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, I appreciate you looking out. Yeah, good but... luck. Wait, what kind of bulge are we talking? <laughs> eh, okay, I'm good. Um, I mean, is it full dong? Yeah, no, not full dong. We get that oh, in the first. We get that in the we, first Terminator. We got though. some good moose knuckle. Yeah, but no first Terminator. Itself. You get full Arnold dong. All right. I sh- I guess shadowy shadowy aren't but you you do get to see movement you get, you get to see the swing, uh not I would say more impressive than Tom Hardy, and Bronson but yeah. less, in your face, <laughs> less dong in your face, <laughs> um but anyway he paddles to shore and then then he gets ready like puts on the fucking vest and gets everything and does the paint the paint yeah. fucking on his face and arms just. Because, because you need to see the flexed arms again. And really, just any excuse for a close-up on Arnold arms. Uh, so now, uh, 
now the jig is up, though, because he's had this timer set the whole time because it was an 11-hour flight to Via Verde. And uh, he knows as soon as that plane lands and they find out he's not on it and the other guy's dead, mm-hmm. then they're going to be like, oh, shit. Killer. Killer. Shoot the girl. So now uh, they find that the goon is dead and there's no Arnold. The goon is dead. I was thinking. Ding <laughs> dong. The goon the is king's dead. dead. And so now Bennett Bennett's going in to kill Jenny. Because Dan Hedaya is like, well, fuck it. Kill her. Kill the fucking bitch. So he's going in to do it, but then all hell starts breaking loose. Explosions and gunfire and mass death everywhere. And he just goes, oh, welcome back, welcome, John. John. Welcome back, John. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. So now he gets in there, but Alyssa has escaped because she's locked in this room. She took like the doorknob. Yeah. Well, because there's, there's the door into the room, but then the, the, the room has an out side door but they had boarded it, it boarded over up, yeah so she kicked one of the doors or the boards enough that she was able to squeeze well out. no but she finagled the inside part of the doorknob because these are you know it's an old style house so the doorknob has it's just different but you pull it out and you can like she used it to pry oh, she, like, her way out yeah she okay. took off the inside doorknob so that's the tool she was using yeah to pry yeah the so mm-hmm. she yeah but she got one of the yeah got out and then it's like and got ah! out right as he was yeah. getting in yeah and then he's like ah Damn it. So now Arnold is just running around shooting people. And it's like just the longest montage that I feel is they made fun of in Hot Shots Part 2 of him just standing there shooting. And then it cuts to bad guys up here and just him shooting. Now they're dead. Bad guys over here, him shooting. Now they're dead. Bad guys over here, him shooting. Like, it's always the same shot of him just standing there, fucking muscles bouncing as he shoots this machine gun and people dropping dead everywhere. I mean, he's feeding his own fucking yeah, machine he's gun. feeding it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> there's several times where he's shooting and then you see that belt get mm-hmm. really low and then... Uh, it cuts over for just a moment. Comes back. Okay, and back it's like, fucking and long it's ass belt long again. again. <laughs> he got a new belt, dude. Yeah, where are those belts? I, <laughs> do, 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 do. That's right. So uh, just just standard, just shooting, general general shooting. You're like, okay, he's shooting a lot of people, but then he hides in the shed, mm-hmm. and they surround this shed. Right now, this this is where it gets pretty cool. Uh, he's wounded. He's been shot in the like. In the ab- lower abdomen, he's got a little wound. He's like, "Oh God, oh no, my abs!" And then they're surrounded, and they start shooting up this shed that he's in. And then they stop, and it's silence. Like maybe we got him. And they open the door, and he's like hanging above the door. And we get a pitchfork to the guy's stomach. This and is then saw blade. This is where the shit gets fun. Yes, pitchfork to the stomach. Yeah, he takes a saw blade and frisbee is it and cuts off a chunk of a head, dude. Yeah. Like that's not head. shaves it, but like head gone. That's fucking gnarly. That's awesome. And then he gets an axe, because he's part of the axe gang from last week, apparently. But we get an axe to the dick. Yeah. He yeah. fucking swings it up uh, into a dude's dick. I counted three nut traumas in yeah, this movie. Yeah, All er- committed by Arnold. Oh, of course, because earlier he picked up Bill Duke via dick. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I'm getting the feeling the of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming yeah. at home. <laughs> so the axe to the... I mean, then it gets fun. So now... But then we're back to shooting. Him mm-hmm. saying they're shooting and shooting and shooting. And then and then we get like... He ends up having a showdown with Dan Hedaya where like, his machine gun's finally empty and he like is trying to get into the house and Dan's shooting at him. He's kind of falling along and shooting at each other. Hiding behind you, shooting. But he finally gets four fucking shotgun blasts to the chest and gets him off a balcony. Like, yeah... There's no body left. After four shotgun blasts to a chest, there, there's nothing left to you. You dead. 
he dead. Dan Hedaya dead. Uh, so now Bennett has finally caught up with Jenny, and uh, for some reason there's an underground facility that's just old steam pipes and like we're back in a foundry or fucking something that's underneath this mansion for some reason. I've never, ever, ever <laughs> once walked through a place like that. I mean, they're at a mansion uh, that's on the, like, on Oceanside Mansion. Yeah. Why in the fuck do you have a boiler compound? It's not just a boiler room, but an entire compound of this shit underneath your mansion. It makes no mm-hmm. sense. Nor does it need to, honestly. So he's following along, and Bennett clips him in the shoulder. Gets shot in the right shoulder. And I got to give this movie credit, because it's the 80s. So normally it'd be like, oh, it's the right shoulder, whatever, and he's still going to be using that arm the whole time like nothing happened because he's that tough. Mm-hmm. But he, they have this whole fight, and they go through this whole thing. He, like, convinces him, drop your gun. You know you want to fucking look in my eyes as you stick the knife in and fucking kill me. But they do this whole fight, and he never uses his right arm. He's doing the whole thing with his left arm. And that's his bad arm. That is his, that's his weak arm, as he said earlier. And I was like, holy shit, I 80s never caught movie, that. well done. I never caught that that part that he never used. Look in that right arm. And see what's going on in there when you turn. What's going on in there when you turn. Right. Yeah, so, but yeah, they, they totally have this fight. And this is a better knife fight than we got last week in Cobra because they actually fight. There is still a lot of, I'm swinging and you catch my arm and there's like the straining, grunting, trying to out-tough each other. But there's actual fighting going on. Uh, they're actually beating each other and like trying to push each other into the furnace, the fire mm-hmm. and the furnace. And What I really like about this whole scene is Bennett going, like, I... I could, I could kill you. Yeah. Like his, his exp- oh, expression yeah. on his face and just how he talks. You and me, this don't deprive a- yourself of some pleasure. Come on, Bennett. Come on, Bennett. Let's, Let's party. party. I can beat you. Oh. I can beat the girl. It's my I idea to the girl. Away. <laughs> I don't need the gun, John. <laughs> I can beat you. <laughs> I don't need no gun. It was like a girl, by the way. I can't now! <laughs> He's so, yeah. Why is he so deranged? Yeah. Like, was he, he turned psycho because he got kicked off of the uh, Yeah, Arnold all because squad? Arnold said you can't be in the gang anymore. And that, that drove him to this. And, yeah. So it's a pretty good fight. Pretty good fight here. Even though Bennett is not an in-shape dude at all. He's just like... I mean, yeah, he's he's a big guy, but I think a lot of it's fat. He looks like a lumpy guy. And I don't think that if the two of them are really He's too a soft body, yeah. If the two, if these two were to really fucking toe up, no chance. Do you think he's uh, you're Arnold definitely is a good fighter, like in real life? He did train. Uh, he he did train in in martial arts for this a little bit. So oh, for this, but like in in general, do you think he's mm. a fighter? No, no. He just lifts. He's he's really good at lifting heavy things. Sort of, uh, it's sort of disappointing, right? Like you, you do all that work for your body, but you don't put it to. I guess you. What's, what's the point of the biggest arm in the world if you can't punch with it? Yeah, we want to know right. if you can like it, kill people with with your bare hands. We don't know. You know what he's not doing? Jump, spinning, split kicks. Oh well, there's. That's what he's not doing. What if do we have someone that it got the build of Arnold, the flexibility of Van Dam? 
And the just the voice of Stallone. No. Ruler of the world is who that would be. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever can master all three. That would be dictator of Earth if that ever happened. <laughs> and actually, his name is Richard Tater. All right. So follow us at the rewatch party on Twitter. That's yeah, right. That's right. Uh, so we get this fight now. Uh, their rewatch party. Their watch. Their watch. <laughs> their, party. Watch their watch party. party. Um, it works. So at one point, like he even gets thrown into a high voltage panel. And he's like, ah, and then he just, and then he just walks away from it. It's like super cool. Not, that does not happen. Not how this works. I was like, bullshit. If you're getting, if you got bit, yeah, you're held on until something breaks. Yeah, you're you're not just like, oh, I had that for a while, and then I'm like. And if you do, if someone turns the power off, you get separated from the voltage somehow. You're not immediately like, okay, let's go back to fighting. No. You're a puddle. God, no. You're a puddle on the fucking ground. Like, there's... The, no, I don't care how big you are, Bennett. Also, you're wearing chain mail. So you're wearing metal. This is even worse for I don't you. Know. I think they looked it looked like chain mail, but it was like fabric looking. I I was like, what is th- what is this guy wearing? I don't know. He sucks. I'm like, this you couldn't find any you couldn't find an actual muscle guy to be the bad guy. This is just this is a dude that likes fucking spaghetti too much. Who's, like, that, <laughs> who's that fucking uh, the, the the just giant chop uh, uh, Asian dude, Bolo Young, is from that- from Bloodsport, <laughs> dude, Bolo Young. I don't think that Bolo Young and Arnold ever squared up. That's Ooh. a fucking man. Now that's a showdown. Just the dude, the, he's so cut. Those would be the four, the four biggest pecs in the world. <laughs> I saw him once take a, a fucking potato. And, then and put it on his dick? On his chest. Oh. <laughs> and across his abs. And he made Julian fries. Yeah? And fried them up for everybody. It was, ama- it was an amazing Back thing. when I had, a, I was able to get cross-cut fries off of my abs. That's pretty impressive. Arnold yeah. can do cross-cut cr- criss-cut fries. Uh, Arnold does waffle fries on his. It's, it's just a different thing. A Belgian waffle fries. <laughs> Belgian waffle fries. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Uh, all right. So now... He, as I said, he's doing a great job of not using that arm, and I like that they they paid attention to that detail, even though they didn't pay attention to the detail of electricity. But up until he grabs the pipe, the steam pipe, off of the wall, but then he grabs it with both arms. So then he's using the arm that's been shot. But yeah, he takes this pipe and impales Bennett. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. Shoot you between the balls. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. Hang on, pause, pause. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Like is, between the two balls. I believe it's called the taint. Is that... Well, no. that wouldn't be... But that's behind no, the that's, balls. Imagine that, the balls yeah. are under the taint. So yeah, he wants to go between sh- them. Well, yeah. No, you've just got two individual balls. That's right. And you're, gonna, just gonna you, so right you're just going to... So you're just going to go through the fleshy sack. Yeah. And then they'll okay. fall I out. mean... <laughs> that's, that's still going to hurt, but you're not hitting ball or vasodeferin. So what's oh. the vas difference? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, that is funny. So, they're not done yet. That is funny. Okay. All right. So he rips this pipe off the wall and fucking chucks it yeah. and impales Bennett, right? Classic bad guy. Dad. Yeah. And then we get a great one-liner here. All the steam falling out of this pipe. 
He would not be able to hold on to that. Let off some steam, Bennett. Let off some steam. I'm going to let off some steam by telling you that if he was holding on to a pipe that's got steam rolling through it. It's too hot to touch. Well, I thought about that. He's also dying. We don't know that the line that the pipe was going through had steam. It's just what it impaled. It's just what it impaled when it threw him. What impaled him was some sort of tank. So the pipe wouldn't be that hot yet. Not necessarily. Now, of yeah. course, if there was now if there was steam traveling through there, it would have all rushed out through when he ripped it away. So it makes me think that it wasn't steam because he wouldn't have been able to grab it barehanded. Yeah, and just exactly. Rip it out there. Exactly. But I had that but, same thought. But if that was some so, sort of steam pr- uh, vessel, oh, or yeah. thing, and and Arnold, of course, I mean, he can take any lead pipe and just throw it through it. Of and course, it, it would become uh, he's permanently he, well. He's a retired colonel, <laughs> and it, it makes a perfect seal, and then that becomes now a tube. Yeah. That can dispense what's inside that vessel, yeah. mm-hmm. and and Bennett seems to be the the grommet, if you will, between the two. The weld, the boot, the boot. Yeah, and uh, he's letting off some steam, Bennett. He's letting off some steam, man. That's uh, my new my new let podcast. Off letting off let, some let steam, off, Bennett. Let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> with, uh, with Carlos Bennett. So that's the uh, that's kind of it. Like uh, Ray Cindy had called General Kirby. She put out the Mayday call. So now that everything's done, finally all these helicopters come flying in. And Arnold comes out carrying his daughter. And General's like, did you leave anything for us? Just bodies. <laughs> Just bodies. I like that. And we get the super 80s rock song. He's like, okay, well, I guess that's it until next time. There won't be a next time. Well, that's what you think. So they, they definitely like set it up for a potential sequel. Yeah. And then they take and off then, in, yeah, the, they, in the, the, the plane. They climb into the plane. Yep. And just like last week. Get where to they, the Grumon. And last week when they motorcycled into the credits, now this plane flies off into the credits. <laughs> yeah. That's right. What That's is good. all this falling from the sky? Oh, it's just the credits you keep flying. <laughs> <laughs> just telling all the people that were in my movie. This is my picture film. This is my picture film. So yeah, the plane takes off, and that's the end of uh, it's the end of Commando here. Arnold just God, he is just so fucking jacked. It's insane to look. We we're we're scanning around the end of the movie. Just Jesus Christ, that's not natural. Nobody should look like that, <laughs> and nobody has since. Like God damn it, Arnold, you are. You are something else. That's what happens when you come all the time. Uh, just when your whole day, all day, every day is just calming and calming and calming and calming. The feeling of coming. <laughs> all right, so that's that's the end of Commando. Let's all go right. around. Let's go around uh, the uh, proverbial it, horn. You know, it's it's an old uh, Arnold classic movie. It, it's a, it doesn't. It has no realistic ability. So no. don't come to this thinking no, oh, this no. is a realistic story. No. It's an action film showcasing. The brilliance of a, of a man, an immigrant that's come to America and literally swept us off our feet uh, and showed mm-hmm. us that coming is fun again. Coming is fun. Coming is fun again. So? Coming is fun again. Coming is fun. Anyways, I, 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 I wouldn't rewatch this. So no? I don't care for this kind of stuff. It's just not my <laughs> cup of tea. All right. Well. But it's fun to talk about it once or yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed this movie. Never seen it before. Um, Hell yeah. Hell I, don't th- yeah. I don't think I'd even heard of it. Really? So, uh, you know, I was going into it, and I got a lot out of it. It was uh, entertainment value. 
It was very entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Loved it. Got a few laughs out of it. You know, the one-liners are fucking classic. Oh, the my way God. It, the I way le- it ends. I let them go. Steam off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. Funny. I love it. Even the cheesy, you know, uh, the wire of him, you know, picking the guy up. Like, you know, all that stuff's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, however, I don't see there's anything. I'm no. not going to get anything more out of it out of watching it again. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Not, 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 not rewatchable, but I'm not disappointed in seeing it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. That Yeah, I don't... I loved watching it the first time. I'm not going to watch it again. It's worth one watch. It is watchable. If you've, if yeah. you've already seen it, Recommended, but not... All right. All right. Highly suggested. If you've, <laughs> if you've seen this movie already, that's enough. Yeah, if, I mean, if they've seen it already, then they know. That's I guess. enough. Uh, well, for me, definitely rewatchable. Absolutely, I would rewatch. Why? I mean, this is, this is my... Fucking jam. <laughs> yeah. This this is like what Nick movies are all about. This is the epitome of all things Nick movie. Just muscles and guns and fights and stupid shit. And they, yeah, there's a plot in there somewhere, but you know, let's not get let's not get <laughs> it's secondary. Around. Yeah, let's not worry about that too much. Uh, you just need to know why he's at this new location killing more people. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, I fucking love it. I love it. The fucking the one liners, the tough guy shit, I'm all about it. So uh highly, highly rewatchable for me. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome, Arnold. You did good work here, buddy. <laughs> uh so that does it for us this week here at the Rewatch Party. Find us on Twitter at our spanking new handle at the Rewatch Party. All right. Their watch party. Their their watch party. <laughs> their watch party. Or you can email us the rewatch party at gmail.com. Uh, join us next week when we are not watching The Crow. I am mistaken. I apparently need to check the entire organization of my collection. <laughs> but this time we are playing guitar with Ralph Macchio yeah. in Crossroads. <laughs> Arpeggios from hell, baby. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon. And thanks for rewatching. for the lost song. You could be the first man to record it. For a piece of fame and fortune. Like Clapton did with Crossroads, the Rolling Stones did it with Love in Vain. And he was looking to get him there. Welcome to Bluesville, son. This is the real thing. This ain't no book. Lightning Boy and Blind Eye. What the hell are you guys supposed to be, huh? Both blues man. Hey, well, I'm the blues man. He's from Long Island. All I need is a Mississippi street tie. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, you need a lot more than that. You know, the owner walked up to Willie, gave him three $100 bills, and says, your boy can play. Only one blues man in town tonight. It was me. 